Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to Love and Light. I'm your host, Sienna, but you can call me C, Sienna, Mamacita, whatever feels good for you. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. This podcast is a little bit of everything. No topic is off limits through the lens of love, and that's what we do here. We approach everything through a lens of love. Today, I want to talk about getting out of a funk, increasing motivation, generally just getting out of that rut, so to speak. Y'all have been asking, and so I compiled a list of my top eight tips to improve your mood. There are a bunch of different kind of funks people can be in. Initial quarantine funk, post-breakup funk, can't find a job funk, and like a mental, emotional, kind of depressive funk. Today, we're going to be focusing on the latter. I do want to say I'm not a therapist. These are just things that have worked for me in my experience and talking about this topic with my friends. But please, 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 if you are depressed or think you are experiencing a depressive episode, please go seek professional help. With that, let's kick it off. Tip one, do something. Before y'all roll your eyes at me, yes, I know, I know, I could feel it. I could feel you rolling your eyes at me. Just give me a moment. (laughs) So often when we're in like an emotional, mental, lack of motivation funk, We want to do nothing. We lay in bed, we sleep, we scroll mindlessly for hours on (laughs) all the apps, and we just exist. And there is nothing wrong with resting. Resting is so, so, so important. But that's not even what you're doing. Or at least that's not what I'm doing when I'm in a funk. I'm literally just existing. The first step is always the hardest for me. That first step is to actually get up out of bed and do something literally anything that something can be as small as brushing my teeth or as big as driving to the beach and sitting there for hours it really doesn't matter what it is just the act of doing something always gives me a boost of dopamine and serotonin literally right before recording this i was in a little bit of a funk i was feeling really anxious and just a lot of emotions and not really knowing what to do with them so i sat down typed out my thoughts and now here i am recording this for you all there's a lot of research on the power of making your bed the first thing in the morning and i don't do it every morning if i'm being totally honest with y'all but i do it every day if you make your bed every morning drop a bed emoji under lovex lights uh, most recent post on instagram i want to see how many of y'all actually make your bed Moving on to tip two, create a routine. I kept saying this last year when I was unemployed and it's so, so, so important. I just needed more structure in my life. Something about routine, as monotonous as some people make it seem, is actually really rewarding. Having a routine makes me feel like I have a purpose. Praying when you wake up, making your bed, brushing your teeth, the little things that people take for granted are really a mini routine if you just decide to do them every day. Mornings are so, so, so important, y'all. They literally set the tone for your day. Every morning is a clean slate, hence why this week's challenge was to do something every morning purely for yourself. By putting yourself first, you're setting the tone that you are your priority above all else. Let me know if you actually did that challenge. Drop a white heart under my most recent Love X Light post and just let me know about your experience. What is something that you do purely for yourself that you did in the mornings? But back to routine. Create a routine that makes you feel good. For me, I try to incorporate at least two, but ideally three points of feeling good. Mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, just 
three different kinds of good. Praying, for example, makes me feel spiritually connected. Working out makes me feel physically and mentally just clear. And a hot shower makes me feel physically and emotionally cleansed. Maybe this is like tip 2A, but shower. Even if you did nothing but lie in bed all day in your pajamas, taking a shower can be such a therapeutic experience. It's more than just letting the water run over your body. Albeit that alone can be very powerful and emotional if you let it be. Literally cleansing your body, exfoliating, scrubbing away the dead skin, the unnecessary extra junk that we carry on our bodies can ignite just a spiritual and emotional cleansing. I don't know about y'all, but crying in the shower is probably one of the most cathartic things that I can do. And don't take a quick shower either. Make it a luxurious experience. Exfoliate, shave, moisturize, play music, light a candle, do a hair mask. Making little moments luxurious is what it's all about. That's low-key a great segue into my next tip, so we're going to move on. Tip three, feel it. Whatever it is. Anger, pain, sadness, betrayal, annoyance, lack of motivation. Feel it in its entirety. Don't shy away from it. Lean into that emotion. The only way out is through. You can't build a bridge and get over your emotions. You can't crawl underneath them. You can't distract yourself around it. At some point, you have to literally feel it. Feel the funk, the lack of motivation, the weight of the emotion, and sit with it. To be abundantly clear, Feeling it does not mean sulking in it, does not mean marinating in it. It means allowing yourself to feel the full extent of the funk so that you can make tangible progressive steps as opposed to leaving the emotions unaddressed. Acknowledging the weight of it and experiencing the weight of it, you realize that day by day, it becomes less heavy to carry. And one day you'll realize that you're not carrying it. That leads me to tip four, release it. The weight of emotion doesn't really come from the depth or intensity of the emotion, but from how long you try to avoid it. By feeling, you are releasing. And it may seem negligible day to day, tear to tear. You may not feel lighter, but a week later, a month later, three months later, you're going to realize that you feel lighter because you've been slowly releasing as you feel your way through the funk. And for those of y'all who are not a crybaby like me, and I'm so pro-cry so I don't say crybaby in a bad way, channel that energy into something physical. Work out, punch a pillow, break a bottle on the grass so we don't hurt people, scream, just physically release that energy from your body. Your body carries so much more than you realize. Let's do right now. Take a second, sit up, align your shoulders over your heart, over your belly. Just take a deep breath. In through your nose and out through your mouth. One more. Let your head fall forward. Chin to chest. Your head is about 10 pounds. Really feel that stretch in your neck. And now slowly look up towards the sky, stretching the length of your throat. Bring your head back to center. 
tilt it over so your right ear is touching your shoulder feel that stretch and now the other way left ear to shoulder now just let the weight of your head roll around and rotate it the other way now tell me you don't feel a little bit more relaxed ah ah don't lie to me <laughs> no but for real the everyday stress of life really does build up in your body hence why it's so important to move every day and literally just release the energy in your body when you're in a funk the goal shouldn't be all or nothing it shouldn't be i want to do one hour of intense power lifting or nothing at all literally a five minute stretch or a breathing meditation can make the world of a difference you have to find what it means for you to release cry lift punch stretch write scream sing dance whatever it is do that no matter how bad no matter how long you're not doing it for an outcome you're doing it for the process of releasing throughout the experience anything is better than nothing hopefully that little bit of release will lead to a little bit more and a little bit more and suddenly you'll realize how light you feel your emotions are not burdens to bear they're moments to move through tip five lean into your community it's so easy to get lost overwhelmed and trapped in our own world our own mind our own emotions and there's absolutely value and purpose in sitting in your emotions by yourself. But in that, in my experience, it's never alone the way that will get me out of a funk. I need to connect with people, feed off of some good energy. My friends, people at the gym, family, simply being surrounded by people who seem more motivated, more content, more whatever adjective you want to add here, always just gives me a little spark of joy. And sometimes that spark is all I need to light myself on fire. Other times that spark fades the second I leave. But either way, community never fails to give me a spark. And the hardest part about getting out of a funk is to start. Lean on your community. You're not a burden. You deserve to have people in your life who make you feel supported when you don't feel your best. You're allowed to be off, to be anxious, sad, upset, depressed. That doesn't make you a burden. And understand that sometimes people cannot support you the way that you need in that moment for a variety of reasons. And while it may sting and it may hurt in the moment, it's okay. You will see the other side. You have a whole community of people loving on you, cheering you on. And even if you don't feel like it in the moment, that actually leads me to tip six. Tip six, ground yourself in the bigger picture. As a faith-based human, this often means praying, watching sermons, reading the Bible, things of that nature. Reminding myself that God gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. Really grounding myself in the reality that this too shall pass. Prayer, spirituality, astrology, whatever your source of power and grounding is, lean into that. The world is infinite. The cosmos are beyond. And it is so much bigger than we will ever fully understand. 
And while our emotions are real and valid and deserve to be felt in their fullest capacity, for me, it's really comforting knowing that even my biggest emotion is minute in the grand scheme of life and the story of my life and the life that I'm going to live. Knowing that as big and scary and overwhelming as something may feel right now, and I want to emphasize that it will feel big and scary and overwhelming sometimes, I know that I'll make it through. Resting firm on my faith that this is not even the full chapter of the series of my life because my life is more than a book and so there's books and books and books to be written and as I fill out each page with new experiences and memories and moments life is bigger than just this single moment tip seven is a little bit of a shift tip seven create your happy place literally create it I love the beach Something about the water, the crashing waves, the smell of like fresh and salty air is just so calming for me. But your girl is in New York, so I can't always feel the sun on my skin as I soak up the energy of the sea. So I opt for cozy spaces, especially now in the winter. Wash your bed sheets. Buy that lavish throw blanket. Put packs of lavender under your pillow. Light your favorite candle. Put up those pictures. Fluff your pillows. Vacuum your rug. Do what you need to do to create a place that is aesthetically and emotionally pleasant. We're visual beings. Seeing something will always elicit a response. So take a space in your house or your room and fill it with all of your favorite things. Have a bowl of your favorite snacks. Play your favorite song. Put up all of your favorite pictures. Keep your prettiest journal and pen. We all have a favorite pen, right? And just be in that place. Our environment is so, so impactful. And something as simple as a big fluffy pillow can be all we need to feel more comfortable. When we're physically comfortable, we're more inclined to be emotionally and spiritually comfortable. Why do you think therapists have couches instead of desks or regular chairs? It's all connected, friends. See the connections. I can hear those neurons clicking in your head. Lastly is tip eight. Find your why. This probably sounds a lot deeper than I mean it to sound. I don't necessarily mean find your life's purpose, although go off if you want to, but literally just find your why for every day. Sometimes the biggest motivation is the person we want to be. And if you're that person, then challenge yourself or find a challenge online that resonates with you. Building a habit, reaching a new PR, trying something new, deepening a connection, whatever it is, find something that is strong enough to get you out of bed every morning. For other people, like myself, community is a stronger why than individual motivation. Knowing I have someone else counting on me motivates me way more than just doing it for myself. I hate, loathe, despise letting people down because in turn, I let myself down. And nine out of 10 times, being around someone and feeding off of their energy is beneficial for me because if they're happy, then I'm feeding off of that positive energy and they're bringing me up. Or if they're also in kind of a funk and going through something, then we can talk about it and talk it out. And that conversation makes me feel seen and I don't feel as alone and expressing it, releasing it is cathartic. Either way, it tends to be a net positive experience. 
That could look like volunteering to host a virtual workshop, taking a class with a friend, joining a book club, tutoring someone, offering to walk your titi's dog every day. Whatever it is, find a why and rely on that. And eventually you will find a why that is intrinsic, that is for you, that is a burning flame purpose that is steady and powerful. But until then, there's no shame in finding sparks of why because life ebbs and flows and your source of motivation and discipline is going to change as well. Also understanding that motivation is fleeting, discipline is lasting. And so finding your why is a great step. And I guess tip 8A or 8B is actually building the discipline to do those things even when the why isn't enough motivation. But the reason that that comes afterwards is because if you can't even find a why, you're not gonna get out of bed. You're not gonna make that first step. So you need to find a why that feels motivating enough for you. And then even when that motivation runs out, because again, it ebbs and flows. And so oftentimes your motivation will peak and then it will descend and then it will peak and then it will descend. And on those moments of descension, that's where discipline is really going to kick in. But you need something that's at its peak at first because your why is getting you out of bed and you're finding that motivation. And then you're building discipline because you were so motivated. And so as the motivation is on descension, you really got to lean into that discipline. That's officially the end of my tips, but I just want to check in with y'all. I'm doing really well, and I just want to share that with y'all. I have food, shelter, a steady stream of income, a why that gets me out of bed every morning, a fun and extensive support system, and I have you, my podcast community, who is constantly surprising me every day. I just found out one of my older cousins listens regularly, and wow, hi, how you doing? It's really surprising to hear and learn who is in this community with me and who is gaining some sort of value from my content. I just wanted to share and tell y'all that I love you and your support does not go unnoticed. And I am always, always, always looking to provide value for you. So I'm so glad that this is helping even just one person every week. Last week's call to action, which I have decided to rename Focus since the whole concept is about using a lens of love get it lens focus okay i'm done i'm done don't come for me (laughs) but anyways this week's focus is to create a different aspect of your happy place every day that means one day you can vision board another day you can add a pillow a third day you could buy some candles etc 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 and by sunday i want to see pictures of your happy place take a story tag me in it I don't think I'll be completely done with my room by this Sunday, but I will show y'all the state of my room this Sunday because I am currently in the process of adding things to make it my happy place. If you're creating your happy place this week, drop your favorite happy emoji under the most recent Instagram post and I will hold you accountable. I am going to reach out to you on Sunday and we are going to share and just talk about the things that make us happy. With that, Thank you all so much for listening. You all make me so happy. I want to dedicate one episode every month to respond to y'all's submissions. So please, please, please use the submission form found on my website, lovexlight.podbean.com. 
and let me know what y'all have going on in your life things that you want my reaction to situations you want my advice on it can totally be anonymous you'll just have to click that little box on the form but you absolutely can submit and stay anonymous or I could read your name and your hometown out loud let me know where you're from I just want to connect with y'all and give back and really engage in your lives and not feel like I'm speaking at you but really like we're in conversation with one another so go ahead and use that submission form you can always dm me as well I love y'all so much and without further ado love and light beautiful people